Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Thursday. This is Seattle Now. Some people think downtown Seattle is dying or already dead, while others see it as a place that just needs a fresh start. We sent Seattle Now producers Vaughn Jones and Brooklyn Jamerson Flowers on a mission to see what's going on in Seattle's urban core. We'll head there in a minute, but first, let's get you caught up. A second Seattle City Council member is taking a swing at keeping their seat. Tammy Morales announced her re-election campaign yesterday. She'll be vying for votes in South Seattle's District 2, which looks a little different this year thanks to redistricting. The new map moves Georgetown and Soto out of the district and Yesler Terrace into it. REI is laying off 167 employees, about 8% of its corporate workforce. The co-op's CEO says the cuts were to help the company face increasing uncertainty. REI has offices in Kent, Issaquah, and Sumner. The layoffs don't appear to have affected the chain's retail employees. And the Storm are losing another MVP. Four-time All-Star Brianna Stewart announced she's moving back east and taking a spot with the New York Liberty. Stewie's departure and Sue Bird's retirement means the team has two huge holes in its starting lineup. Good news is there's still plenty of time for new names to join the roster before the season starts in May. Next stop. If you've been casually reading about downtown Seattle lately, people are concerned about it. Maybe you're one of them. If you believe some news reports, Seattle has been dying for years now, but recent closures have heightened some anxiety around downtown's future. Seattle Times columnist John Talton wrote that the city is facing a moment of truth to save downtown. The reports of downtown's death have been exaggerated, but it is struggling. Chase Burns reports on nightlife in Seattle and lives a close walk to downtown. He says downtown needs more variety to become a draw. I mean, I think the thing about downtown is it just needs more diverse options of things you can do down here. It's not like a hub like Capitol Hill or Belltown or even the U District is. Seattle Now producers Vaughn Jones and Brooklyn Jamerson Flowers took a walk downtown to get a sense of how lively it was. It wasn't long before they found people who echoed Chase's sentiments. They caught Millie leaving the Regal Meridian after a screening of Infinity Pool. Millie lives downtown and agrees. Many of the options there aren't particularly exciting. Family visits me, they're like, oh, you have a Cheesecake Factory? And I'm like, we're not going to Cheesecake Factory, Mom, please. Millie says it's a lot of chains, and if a restaurant isn't a chain, it's usually out of their price range. And the shopping, that isn't great either. All the shops tend to be really kitschy or not really useful to me. Like the ones that I would go to before are all closed, like Barnes & Noble. Even the people who work downtown say it's harder, like Bryant Flores. Every Monday, he parks the Plaza Garcia Express food truck in Westlake Center. Before COVID, you could hop around different spots and be good business, but now you have to have regulars come or else you show up to a spot and it'll be dead. Sometimes you get a lot of people here doing drugs. So there'll be people doing drugs around you, so you have to be careful. Downtown is a shifting landscape. Much of the workforce has gone remote, and hybrid employees seem to have less reason to stay. And that's reflected in the foot traffic. According to the Downtown Seattle Association, foot traffic was still less than half what it was in 2019 last year. 
Seattle Times business reporter Paul Roberts says office workers are a crucial piece of downtown's success. It's good to remind ourselves just how important office workers are to the downtown economy. You know, they buy lunches, they go to the bars after work. Paul also says when there are less people downtown, some issues tend to stand out. When you had a ton of people, office workers and tourists in town, then, you know, they tended to outnumber the, the maybe people who were struggling with homelessness or people who were, say, peddling stolen goods on Third Avenue. They were still there. You just They just didn't stand out as much. Seattle is not alone. Other major cities are struggling with this new reality. But this city has made some pretty big bets on its downtown core. It's important to realize that when Amazon moved into SLU, South Lake Union, it's important to sort of remind folks that they were one of the few tech companies that had decided not to be suburban. They were choosing to be in a downtown area. And that was seen as huge because, you know, the companies, tech companies like Microsoft had chosen to be suburban. And a lot of a lot of companies were they had built their campuses out and, and Amazon said, no, let's do downtown. And that really sort of set a trend and made people think, well, that's what downtowns can be. And despite all the focus on downtown Seattle's current struggles, the shift was visible before the pandemic. Downtown Macy's closed months before COVID hit. The retail core in particular was having trouble competing with the likes of Amazon, but also with um, retailers, brick and mortar retailers in places like U Village, uh, Bellevue Square. And that means a lot for people who live downtown, like Millie, who says it's sometimes hard to just get the basics. I mean, it's a food desert. Uh, there used to be a good grocery store on 3rd and Pine, 3rd and Pike, but it closed a while back. So now it's just Target and PCC in. I don't make PCC money, so it's Target, uh, which is not great. But just because things are shifting doesn't mean there aren't successes. Pike Place Market is thriving. Cruises are bringing in tourists and new businesses are opening up in the city's core. PCC manager Jai San Miguel says downtown's been a smart investment. Yeah, we just had a one-year anniversary on uh, the 19th last week. Uh, lots of celebrating in the community, lots of celebrating with staff. What brought us to downtown was really to be, you know, a part of the downtown corridors rebuild after the pandemic and to really show you know, the community that we, we show up and that, you know, we can anchor as a grocery store, as a business to show people that, it, you know, it is possible to, to run a successful business down here in Seattle. Still, despite the store's success, they've struggled with the perceptions that downtown isn't safe. Uh, in the beginning, we had some, you know, challenges with staffing and people trying to figure out if it was safe to come to the store. And, you know, over, I mean, that was like the first month of opening. But once we were open and people saw that the store was, you know, safe to shop at, safe to be at. Daniel Carlson, one of the co-owners of Likelihood, a local fashion and sneaker store that expanded downtown in November, sees an opportunity in some of the neighborhood's woes. I think on the whole, it will probably help us because we will, in addition to Nordstrom, be the only Nike retailer in that area. Likelihood took the gamble of opening downtown in hopes of bringing in a new customer base. We chose downtown because, you know, in a situation like this, you can either look at the bad or you can look at the, the flowers that are sprouting. And we looked at the flowers that are sprouting. John Skulls appreciates that hope. As president and CEO of the Downtown Seattle Association, he understands the importance of the city's economic recovery. 
Well, a lot of people care about this downtown. I mean, I think the public generally, voters in Seattle, they believe uh, from the research we've done that, that for the city to be healthy, downtown's got to be healthy. So there's a real you know, strong sentiment for um, a healthy downtown. There's a lot up in the air for Seattle's urban core, including the status of a certain movie theater with notoriously comfortable seats. There is this perception that downtown is like dirty and dangerous and like, I don't know, I'm looking around and I'm like, it's pretty, the streets are clean, they're really wide. Like, I love just like power walking through downtown with my headphones. I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm usually passing through. Like, I'm usually going to like South Lake Union or Pike Place Market or Belltown. The biggest reason I came downtown was honestly to come to the Regal. Last year, Cineworld filed for bankruptcy and later announced they would close 39 theaters, including the Regal Meridian in downtown Seattle. But there are unconfirmed rumors that the Regal Meridian might stay open. Seattle now reached out to Cineworld for comment. We have yet to receive a response. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Today's episode was produced and reported by Vaughn Jones and Brooklyn Jamerson Flowers. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, Jenny Cecil Moore, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow.